when you're down and trouble and you need some love and care and nothing well nothing is going right close your eyes and think of me and soon I will be I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studio, home of the premier radio bowling talk show. Long ago, Bowler's Journal International called Phantom Radio a pioneer in the field of bowling podcasts because the show is regularly scheduled at the same time each week. PBA Hall of Famer Len Nicholson started the show in 2002. Since then, he's recorded over 1,100 shows featuring over 400 different guests, a literal who's who in bowling. So, Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kegel Company. Well, Phantom fans, this week's show is a little different as we continue to pass along knowledge and information to our valued listeners. And last week was one of the busiest events of the year, Bowl Expo and it was held in Louisville, Kentucky. It was good seeing a lot of old friends, and to help me talk about a lot that happened last week is our good friend, Johnny Campos. And Johnny, we appreciate him always being on with us and passing along information and knowledge, as I mentioned. And most of you all know his extensive bio by now. It's important to pass along that Johnny was the PBA tour director for many years. He's a distinguished journalist who has been busy writing about bowling for over 40 years and is now the president of the International Bowling Media Association. And he is in that Hall of Fame also. And I could talk for hours about Johnny, but let's get him out here or else we won't have time for his show. Hi, Johnny. Welcome back to the show, Pards. How's it going, Phantom? Glad to be back. Well, I got home a couple a day ago, and I had about 80 emails and about 80 congratulations and all kind of things to return. But it's good to be back in my own house, and you know that place. Uh, you know, it wasn't as big as it's been in the last few years, but it's still a lot of walking, right? Oh my goodness, yeah, and and I still think even even though it ha- it wasn't as big as in past years. They probably got more people than they were expecting. I think you're right. You know, um, the good thing about Bowl Expo is you get to see a lot of the old friends you haven't seen for a while. And especially, you know, with the pandemic going on, we didn't get to visit half the friends that we usually do. But it was great. Uh, and I appreciate you helping me with all these awards. Uh, I know you were pretty much the master of ceremonies and everything. <laughs> and, and you were always running around. You, I'll tell you what, I don't know how you schedule everything, but there were several awards that we want to mention and uh, with IMMA, International Bowling Media Association. Uh, one of the big ones was the Hennessy Award. So can you tell us about who won that? Yeah, that, this award is handed out annually. Uh, this is in recognition of providing long-term service to the IBMA, and uh, it was kind of a no-brainer 
uh, it went to my immediate predecessor as president of the IBMA, uh, Keith Hamilton, uh, the former publisher of Bowler's Journal. Um, he, he was on the board for eight years, the last four as president, and he really brought the, the uh, organization to the next level. Uh, he increased the funding for it. We were able to increase the uh, scholarship offer for the Chuck Pisano Scholarship. Uh, our our uh, membership grew during his reign, so uh, it was a pretty easy selection to pick him as a winner this year. All right. There was another big one that I know about, and that's the Alberta Crow Award for Meritorious Service, correct? Correct, yeah. This one we award for providing long-term service to bowling. And, uh, again, um, the winner was John Lespina. Uh, he pretty much checked all the boxes. Um, you know, he's a longtime Maple Family Center's proprietor. And he does, uh, he works with a lot of charities, uh, Strike for Sight, a bowling fundraiser each November. But but his baby is the Bowlers to Veterans Link, the BVL. He's raised millions of dollars on behalf of the military veterans in need. And uh, he is a great friend to anybody in bowling. If anybody needs anything, John Lespina will step up. Again, a great choice again. I've, I've been coming to this saying, what well, this is my 24th one, and I believe I saw him actively involved in each and every one of them. He's a little guy, well-respected. He's like you. He's running around. He knows everybody, and they're always <laughs> asking him to do something, but he's a good guy. I know that for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, the next one's kind of give me the chills. Uh, <laughs> for, for instance, uh, it's a Morton Luby Awards, the Hall of Fame Award, and I got to tell you, I met met Mort Luby in 1972 at the Tournament of Champions in Akron, Ohio. In fact, him and Jim Dressel came over, and they were interested in the lane conditions. And I thought, man, for businessmen, what do these guys want to know? But it turned out I'd seen Mort now and then across the country here and there, and he'd always ask me questions about the lanes. He was really interested. What a man. So tell us a little bit about the Luby Hall of Fame Award. Well, Phantom, this, this goes to somebody who has provided at least 10 years of outstanding service to bowling in the field of media. And uh, I got to tell you, it was an easy selection picking Lenny Nicholson as this year's winner. Uh, you were the... Uh, the, the like the precursor to the uh, current uh, podcasts and live streaming you you've had the phantom radio show for almost 20 years and had the who's who of bowling on as guests i mean who's going to turn you down right uh even i've been on a few times but uh to me it, it was a great honor to present lenny with uh with the award a longtime friend i've known him since uh I've known you since I was on the PBA staff. I, I'm, I hate to think how many years ago that was, but uh, it, it, it was well-deserved, and, and I was honored to present the award. Oh, thank you. I'm honored myself. Um, I was just very happy that they extended it from just bowling writers to mm -hmm. uh, podcast people, radio people, television people. They've ex included me in that, and uh, I'm telling you, I'm humbled, honored, and it's a wonderful award, and I'll cherish it. But 
All right, before I start crying, let's go on to, <laughs> you mentioned Chuck Pisano. Uh, what was Chuck Pisano's name in there for? Um, every year we're, we're trying to attract the next generation of bowling riders. Um, most of the people in, in the organization right now are of the elderly group. Um, I mean, when I joined in the late 70s, I was one of the youngest members in the organization by far. A lot of the bowler of the bowling riders back then were, were probably well into their 60s and 70s. Some in their 50s, but not many. I was in my 30s, well, probably my late 20s. And me and Bob Johnson and Harry Pate, we were the youngsters. And now, of course, we are no longer the youngsters. And um, we're trying to attract the next generation. And one of the ways we're doing that is by offering the uh, Chuck Pisano Media Scholarship every year. Uh, looking and you know they they have to submit writing samples or or samples of what they're doing uh, live streaming or blogging whatever they're doing and then we pick a winner and and, and this year's uh, the 2020 recipient was Vianne Daniels um, she was uh, of course very uh, very big into bowling uh, she had an online blog that she started in high school and she was on the uh, UNLV a women's bowling team last season. And um, so when, when she applied, uh, she was still in high school and she was a winner over a very strong group of entries. So uh, we were happy to, that, that she uh, earned the award and a very worthy recipient. Well, that's a great idea to get some young riders along, you know, on the ride here to pass along all this information. Uh, let's face it, bowling's in every state. And uh, we need to get the word out, and nothing like getting the youth involved. That's a that's a great idea. You know, there's another award that was pretty big, and it's always a secret. So I'm not even going to tell the audience what the award is. I'm going to let you tell it because it's a huge secret. Yeah, the uh, I'm also the chairman of the uh, Sam Levine Flowers for the Living Award, and uh, it, it's an award that we give every year to kind of pat somebody on the back and say, thanks for being a great bowling ambassador over all these years. You don't have to be a great bowler. Just have to be a great person. It's, it's for how they are on and off the lanes. I mean, you're a former winner of the award, Lenny, this year. And we always keep it a secret. Only like three or four people know the winner before I announce it uh, at, at Bowl Expo. And this year we, we caught the guy just, dead to rights. Uh, he had no idea, but uh, the winner this year was Bob Hart. Um, it, it was a very popular... I, I got more uh, comments for that than any other award I gave out. He was totally stunned. His wife knew it because I had to get some information from him, from her. And, and when he gets up there, he said uh, he was so floored that he was almost at a loss for words. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is a well-kept secret. As a matter of fact, I saw you before the thing, and I said, who won? And you just put your <laughs> finger up your mouth like, I'm not telling you. you got to listen at the, at the awards banquet. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, moving right along, there was so much going on. Uh, I know that you also did uh, Bowler of the Year stuff, right? Yeah, we had a male bowler of the year. The, the women had all their stuff canceled. So did the seniors. But but the, the 
the uh, PBA did have quite a few events, and and to me the easy winner, uh, Jason Belmonte, new dad, Jason Belmonte, he's at home on paternity leave. Uh, he won three titles, including two majors, the U.S. Open and the PBA World Championship, made over 230000 in earnings, five TV finals out of nine tournaments. Just an easy choice, in my opinion. Yeah, that was the bore of the year. What, what, what was the bore of the decade thing? Was that just the women or what? No, 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 men, men and women. Between 2010 and 2019, uh, we normally would have given it out last year, but Bowl Expo was uh, was canceled last year, but again, Jason Belmonte was an easy choice. Uh, 21 PBA titles, and all 11 of his majors were won in that decade. 65 TB finals. He cashed in 82% of his tournaments. Uh, 91 match play finals. Made almost 1.5 million dollars during that decade. Uh, he was a Chris Schenkel Player of the Year five times out of those ten years. So, again, an easy choice. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and then the woman, uh, female bowler of the decade also? Yeah, the women's uh, was a little tighter, uh, but uh, when, uh, when it came down to it, Liz Johnson, uh, uh, she claimed the, the title of the bowler of the decade. Uh the, the PWBA, uh, you know, resurrected in 2015, and she was the, the PWBA Player of the Year 2015, 16, and 17, the first three years that it came back. Uh, she even won a PBA national title along with all of her PWBA titles, made over $300,000 in earnings, uh, won the Peterson Classic, which is a really tough event uh, in that, you know, all the guys, all the PBA players bowl. 25 medals uh, representing the U.S. and international competition, won some USBC Women's Open Championship titles. So, again, a very strong contender and winner uh, for the female bowler of the decade. Yeah, no question about her. Huh? You know, there's only been a few women in my lifetime that I say could bowl with the men, and she was one of them. You know, uh, what a tremendous bowler. Oh, absolutely. And a great person, too. She's really down to earth. Yes, she is. Very humble. Very humble. In fact, I told her that. I said, why don't you bowl against the men? She says, oh, come on now. You know, I'm nervous when I'm bowling against them, too. So, <laughs> Yeah, they're nervous when they're bowling her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there's a couple of other awards. I don't know whether to mention them first or last. So uh, you were involved in a couple of awards. So why don't you tell us what the heck you got this time, too? Uh, you know, every year the IBMA hosts the uh, Bowling Writing Awards. Uh, the, the, you know, we submit uh, stories that, that have been published in newspapers or magazines or online. And uh, I was fortunate enough to, or to win a couple of awards for a couple of stories that I wrote for the Peoria Journal Star. Uh, one of them was... Um, I wrote about a couple of um, of, uh, of like uh, smaller centers in Peoria, one of the Christ, you know Christian Center lanes, and yeah. Saint Boniface, another Catholic uh, pair of lanes. I think they have four lanes down there. And I wrote how they were surviving through the pandemic on one of them, and then the other one. When, when the last time I was in Louisville was 1995, uh, when the PBA had a, a tournament at Executive Lanes. We 
uh, me and, and a few of the other PBA staffers had a meet and greet with Muhammad Ali. It was one of the most memorable days of my life. I wrote about it 25 years later, and I guess people liked it, and, and, and it won the, one of the awards for the feature division. Uh, we also had some other great uh, uh, winners. Uh, Bob Johnson, of course, won his 79th and 80th award. He is the all-time leader. Uh, Dennis Bergendorf, also with the Boulder's Journal, won a couple of awards. Uh, Jean-Marc Mangione uh, won a couple so uh, uh, Jeff Goodger for the Bowler's Journal. Of course, Bowling, Bowler's Journal dominated again for the second year in a row. Last year, the, the Luby publications, they swept all 12 awards. And this year, they won nine of them. Of course, this year, uh, they're they are under a different umbrella. USBC purchased the Bowler's Journal and the um, uh, Bowling Center Management now under the BPAA. So uh, there, was, there was a, a split there, but uh, they... The magazines, of course, they continue to dominate the writing award, but I'm just uh, happy that I snuck in to get a couple before I retired in February. <laughs> you know, you, I do remember that award, that, that that article you wrote with Muhammad Ali. I, I thought you guys were like in a motel room or something. looked like he was <laughs> going to spar with you a little bit. He, he had his <laughs> hands up, and I'm thinking, hey, Johnny, you know, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Yeah, with Parkinson, you know, he still, he already had Parkinson's. I was afraid he was going to lose it, you know, and actually just tag me. But uh, <laughs> I survived, so did the rest of us. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, uh, people are going to be asking me. I know they already did when I got home yesterday. Uh, who was the guest appearance in the whole thing? Uh, it was a comedian. I didn't get <laughs> to see the show, but can you give us a little review on who the overall star was? <laughs> The, the the comedian was a great Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, he he was he was hilarious. He he had the audience in stitches. Um, I thought he was gonna do like you you know uh, you might be a bowler if, but uh, he didn't. He mentioned bowling a couple of times, but uh, you know he only did a couple of the uh, you know you were redneck jokes. But most of the, the the stories he gave were like life lessons stuff. He had. He had learned along the way and, and really funny stuff. I mean, it, it was a good choice because people needed a good laugh more than they needed to to, to, to get another sports figure in this year's uh, Bowl Expo. So great choice by the uh, Bowl Expo committee. Yeah, I missed it, but I've uh, heard a lot of reports about it. All right, well, anything else I missed? Uh, anything you want to add to the show, Parts? Uh, well, the only thing that I would like to add is that uh, this week, uh, you know, I had to, right from Louisville almost, I had to come direct to uh, to the Detroit area. Uh, this week I'm helping um, uh, Gary Beck. Uh, we're running the, uh, the Teen Masters Bowling Championships in Allen Park, Michigan at Thunderbolt Lanes, where the PBA held its uh, finals uh, on, on Sunday, Saturday and Sunday. I, you know, we're it's like 225 uh, top of the top junior bowlers in the country. Uh, they'll be going for a lot of scholarship money. So um, this is the first time I've ever helped him. But I told him, you know, since I've retired, um, I, I, I volunteered to help him. I, I don't know if I'll regret that later on, but uh, 
it feels really good to help these, you know, help them run the tournament. That 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 ends up helping junior bowlers. I I didn't mind at all because they're going to end up benefiting with with some scholarship money. Bowling on tough conditions, limited to only two balls, yep. that they you know that they drill for them. It's it's a very challenging condition and, and very tough. So whoever wins it, they're going to earn it. Yeah, my hats off to Gary for pursuing this trying to bring some integrity back into the sport. And that's nice of you, Parge, to help them out. Nothing like having a top-flight sports writer, bowling writer, probably the king of all sport bowling writers now. You, now that you've retired, you're going to be working more than ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a pretty busy retirement so far. We'll see how it goes. All right, Parge. Well, the old clock and wall tells me you're out of time, and I can't believe how quickly this show goes on this <laughs> during this time, but that's why they say it's the fastest show in all of sports, but hope that y'all enjoyed it and you enjoyed hearing from Johnny Campos. We look forward to talking to all of you again next week. We'll have another interesting guest to talk to. In closing, I want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling Products and Brad Edelman for their valued and continued support of our show. We appreciate all that they do to keep us coming back to you each and every week. And each and every year. So for Phantom Radio, I want to thank our longtime newest sponsor now, Dave Kowalski. He's with Auto Value and Bumper to Bumper Auto Parts Stores. He's also the president of the Michigan High School Bowlers Coaches Association. They got over 7,000 junior bowlers up there. So this is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled and you need some loving care and nothing, well, nothing is going right. Close your eyes and think of me.